Hello, and welcome to the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement's podcast, Wonks at Work. I'm Craig Wilson, your host, a self-declared wonk, dad of two boys, native Arkansan, and I've been the health policy director at the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement for more than a decade. On this show, we aim to demystify, boil down, and unwonk, if you will, complex topics so that you can understand how the healthcare system is working or not working for you. On our 17th episode, we have as our guest Pulaski County Judge Barry Hyde, who is in his third term as county judge. But before that, he served six years as an Arkansas state representative in the Arkansas General Assembly. Early in his career, he served in the Air Force and in 1987 started the commercial contracting and construction company Hydeco, which I understand is still going strong. Judge Hyde, welcome to the show and thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Craig. Great. Now, before we get to the more serious stuff, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to all that stuff, I know that those who serve in elected office are never really off the clock, but I want to know what you most enjoy doing in your leisure time. Well, um, I, I most enjoy spending time with my grandkids. I have yeah. nine, number 10's on the way. Wow. Uh, and uh, my hobby is uh, flying. I'm, I'm a licensed commercial oh. uh, pilot. Uh, and then I'm uh, I'm kind of a biking nut uh, for mostly probably for mental health, but uh, hopefully <laughs> hopefully for my physical health as well. It's good for you. Good for you. I don't know about the flying. I don't, I don't know how much I can get behind. That. I'm a little uh, afraid of heights, so I, I stay away from that. Um, so I asked this of all of our wonky guests. What would you say is your theme song? So I I, I looked at this question and I thought long and hard about it. It's and, a tough one. I don't really have a theme song. Um, I probably did when I was maybe younger. Um, uh, you know, as we get older, I'm I'm not as in tuned with music as I used to be, uh, and so I still mostly uh, listen to classic rock. Sure, and, and I sure I like Bruno Mars, and and that was probably the last <laughs> concert that I've seen. Oh yeah, um, probably the last concert anybody's seen in in, <laughs> right. in Pulaski County. Uh, uh, so I I I I. I I gave a few examples when I was talking to staff this morning, and they went, no, 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 no. no, no. You can't do that one. One of them is I, I was teasing mostly as I told them I was going to use uh, I Can't Drive 55. Uh, they didn't like that <laughs> <Yeah>. idea. <laughs> and ac- actually, I think one of them had to look it up. They had to Google it. They didn't know what that song was. <laughs> I'm sure you have a you have a uh... – uh, a, a, an album of it with an album cover and a, uh, yeah yeah vinyl <laughs> vinyl we still have vinyl yeah. so um so i have to know this uh and i think it's very instructive for the audience uh, tell me a little bit about what encompasses the role of the county judge and what is the historical reason why the chief executive of the county is is called a judge i mean you don't wear a robe around so so um i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm going to try and do this from 5,000 feet okay. because I can talk about the many responsibilities of county job literally for two hours. <laughs> um, so I'll tell you that as CEO of, of the county, um, I'm responsible for all the administrative administrative duties, um, uh, quality of life programs, and all aspects of infrastructure in the county. Okay. Um, the story of why we're called county judges, I think, goes back to before we were even a state. Um, uh, but there were counties at that time, and the only official authority f- official uh, in counties 
was the county judge, and they did everything. They were handled judicial responsibilities uh-huh. as well as tax collection or assessment, um, uh, uh, transportation. That it, it was, it was, uh, you know, the one singular yeah. uh, uh, authority authority figure in the yeah. uh, community. So when the when the job got too big, it kind of split off, right? I guess. Yeah. Well, government has a way of, 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 of kind of multiplying, you know, it's probably that one cell reproduction, you know, where it's split and doubled and then they split and doubled. And, and so now we have and, and here we are six right? or seven elected officials. Yeah. Right. Uh, so so when the pandemic first hit in, in March of 2020 now, well, more than a year ago, uh, what were some of the first things that you had to consider and the actions that you had to take in, in your role as the county judge? Well, the the first issues were um, uh, the safety of our employees and the safety of of my constituents, the the, uh, 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 folks who live in Pulaski County. Uh, And then secondly, uh, is the uh, constitutional responsibilities that the county has to provide certain services all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, Tax collection, um, uh, uh, maintaining the building so that the... um, uh, you know, the jail still functions right. and the sheriff department still functioning and the treasurer is still uh, operating and the courthouse is doing all the things that they do there with the clerk uh, to continue those, how we would safely continue those constitutional services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I know one of those obligations later in, in 2020 last year, you had to figure out how to how to run an election, right? Um Tell me a little bit about the stress of that process because I know it was stressful. So let me let me let me let me offer you a slight correction. Okay, is county judges don't run elections. Well, the, uh, the county uh, clerk and the yeah. the election um, uh, commission yeah. uh, is is who operates elections. Once again, um, uh, as in with most uh, of the functions of of uh, the county, uh, my role is a role of support. Uh, to make sure that the appropriations are properly um, yeah. uh, handled, uh, that's going to facilitate that election. To make sure that our uh, employees in the elections department, um, uh, you know, have uh, everything they need and and uh, uh, their facilities and the proper storage of all the voting equipment. And, wow. And uh, uh, you know, any support they need in in handling the 1,000 temporary workers yeah. that are hired for every uh, election and. Uh, and and that was that was all especially challenging in this election because it was one of a kind, right? Um, with with a whole bunch of perfect storms coming together, um, we had brand new uh, election equipment. Uh, we had we had replaced every single piece of equipment, um, and that, that was planned that before had. the pandemic. So you Th- had that was that was the that came on the year before yeah. uh, the pandemic. So they'd been training their employees. You know, just the the uh, six or seven people that are on the actual staff. Um, so when uh, uh, when the pandemic came on, and that was when. The election period was really, you know, ramping yeah. up to uh, the elections, um, so they had to uh, uh, bring in those temporary employees. Uh, th- a third of which, three hundred, more than three hundred, declined to come back and and work in that part-time job where people traditionally do it over and over yeah. again because they were afraid of the pandemic. So yeah. amidst that that uh, uh, situation, we had to find three hundred additional new ploy- employees. Get everybody trained on all this Completely new equipment. Completely unfamiliar with. We it, had yeah. an election commission that was really uh, uh, new and hadn't been through a major election before, except for I think one of them, 
uh, I, I think not any of the three had been through a, a major general election yeah. before. Yeah. Um, so it was a, it was a big challenge to our employees and and uh, and and to the commissioners as well, I'm sure. And and I, I want to take the opportunity to say that uh, in spite of all the challenges they faced, um, uh, we didn't have any anybody get sick. No reports or, or, or accusations that they got sick in a poll or anything. Um, and uh, uh, the election came off uh, very well. We had, you know, some some uh, 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 some human, I think, as the state election commission said a few days ago, there was a human error that occurred in Pulaski <laughs> County. So uh, kudos to the clerk, yeah. um, uh, the commission, and, and all those employees, and especially the volunteers. Yeah, yeah. So... What has surprised you most about the response to to COVID nineteen? Really, it, it was it was how quickly, um, especially the Central Arkansas um, uh, division of the Department of Health, how quickly um, uh, they responded, um, how uh, how well uh, and in detail uh, they began uh, communicating with us uh, every day, and uh, the Department of Health. And the first responders and our medical community uh, all um, quickly adapted to the situation. Yeah. And from, from my point of view, the pandemic isn't something that happened and then we all kind of worked around it. It's kind of a living organism, still is today. Yeah, still is. And it's changed and evolved and, and has changed and evolved from day one um, in how it affected uh, uh, the community. And uh, so I've been especially uh, impressed with the Department of Health, the medical community overall, and the first responders as how they continue to evolve uh, with the pandemic. Yeah, and the, and they're continuing to evolve in this what I call late COVID period. We're not in the post-COVID period. Well, right? hopefully we're not fixing to write a new book, but right. it doesn't look good right now. Right, right, right. So, so for you professionally, uh, what what has challenged you the most during the pandemic? The the, the 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 need for uh, for me not to react or overreact because uh, a lot of these situations you know were were very alarming and it would have been easy sure. to overreact um, and so for me uh, it was important that I uh, that I take everything into account that I um, uh, am not too quick to respond so that my leadership in the county is stable and steady and and reliable right. to uh, to my employees as well as uh, the county overall. And it's 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 a good thing that that you you don't overreact because there's new data that come out every day that you need to take into consideration and respond to. So that's I I think a really good approach. So switching from the professional aspect, what about what about personally? How's it challenged you the most? Uh, that 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 has been uh, and will continuing ramping back up uh, is the concern for the safety of my family. Yeah, I mean, if you're not worried about your family and loved ones, um, God help your family and yeah. loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> um. So professionally, um, going back to that, cities, counties, and and school districts as well. Uh, have either gotten or, or will get some significant, probably once-in-a-lifetime funds uh, coming at them from the American Rescue Plan. Um, I've asked this of, of a school district superintendent. I've asked it of uh, Mayor Scott uh, here in Little Rock. Uh, so now I'm going to ask you, what, what are some of your uh, priorities for the use of those funds? Well, the, uh, uh, 
the first thing that we have to remember is the uh, obligation, uh, uh, getting these funds obligated, uh, doesn't have to be completed till the end of 24, right. and, and then the funds used uh, by the end of 26. So there's not a race to hurry up and see yeah. of how can we spend this money real fast. Um, uh, not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, if you uh, uh, find out further down the road that you spent some some of these funds incorrectly, right. the county would have to write a check, and, and that may not be uh, – that may be difficult. So uh, I'm trying to encourage uh, our members of the quorum court, all my director uh, uh, department uh, directors, um, to really work on this and find their best ideas of in their area of expertise and, and how they encounter the public. What do they see the needs are out there? And then how do they think that, um, uh, that, that uh, their particular idea um, fits within the parameters we have right. to be able to use this money? Because there are parameters and there are additional guidelines. And parameters, sure and, and this is the federal government, and the parameters <laughs> aren't exactly, you know, a, a nice, straight, right. know, clear, narrow black line. <laughs> Uh, and, and so it's evolving uh, there as well, and it'll continue to do so. But, you know, I, I really have to say that our, our organization of counties, and I know the city's uh, national organization as well, has done a great job of interacting with us. Um, so I want to make sure that where we spend these funds in Pulaski County uh, are in ways uh, that will impact uh, the community for the long term, for the long 40 term. years from now, yeah. uh, we've we've are working on ideas of economic development within the area in the region. Um, uh, we've we've got a couple of folks that are working on broadband. There's a lot of effort in broadband right. already, right. Um, but we're looking for those niches, those gaps. Um, uh, uh, there's uh, our youth services department is working on an idea uh, for the de- development of a, uh, a mental health program oh, for good. children uh, because they're observing in, in their ongoing programs yes. um, uh, that, that there's a need to help kids deal with what we have uh, just gone through and, and what they're going through, the sickness sure. and, and in many cases the loss of family members. Um, and, uh, and, and then also uh, uh, there's someone working on an idea uh, and assessing the need for help with the venues in our community. Um, uh, in the earlier help, the CARES Act money, there wasn't much help for the ballpark and, and for the arena and yeah. uh, uh, for the venues that we have here in, in Pulaski County. So we, we want to consider them as well. Great, great. Yeah, because people are going to start to come back together and making sure those things are prepared. That's critical. Um, now, I don't want to get you in trouble or anything, but I do want to ask this this question. Having spent six years as a member of the General Assembly, what are your thoughts on how that body has, has changed since 2014, other, other than the obvious change in, in political majority? Well, um, so my last my last year was 2012. Okay. Um, uh, so you, you had me being there too long, <laughs> two years longer than I was, and 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 you know, let me tell you that it was it was an honor um, to be a member of the General Assembly, and 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 I, you know, it's too bad that my mother wasn't still with us because she'd have been the most proud. Um, but you know, we uh, uh, you know we were seeing changes in 2012 uh, on the national level in politics, and a sure. lot of divisiveness and, and and extremes from both sides. Uh, kind of uh, starting to to have more of an impact on the direction of political parties, and and I think today 
that I'm seeing um, our state general assembly is 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 you know a, a, a very direct reflection of what we see in in Washington, and 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 that's alarming. When I was there, we worked on um, uh, more of the traditional uh, government responsibilities of of education and 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 services, social services. Um, and today, uh, an awfully lot of their time seems to be dedicated to divisive, intentionally divisive social issues. Uh, and, uh, and, and since we just talked about it, I'll bring it up, uh, is a number of, of uh, uh, law changes for our election process, uh, which certainly yeah. needs to, to stay abreast of the times. Um, but I, I don't think we need an overhaul. One of the things that's, that's remarkable, 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 remarkable. Thank you. Um, uh, for the election process, democracy in our country is how opposing sides have always come together and worked to make sure the elections were open and accessible and accurate, transparent. Um, and we seem to be jockeying today for a better position against the other side. Yeah. That's not democracy in this country. And I'll stop the speech there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, I I, I got you. I, I teach a, a health policy and politics class over at the College of Public Health, and I always tell my students, if, if you think it's bad now, just remember we once had a civil war. And and I don't know whether they take that as it can get worse than this, or maybe maybe it's not so bad. I don't know how they take that, but we did have a civil war. So. Well, let um, me that's, – that's, you you're, you're gave me a, a, an opportunity to make a comment, and, I, and I'm going to stick one in there. Good. You know, I've had the opportunity in my, in my elder years here to travel around the world a little bit. And so everybody needs to remember this is still the greatest country yeah. in the world. Um, uh, uh, the most free, the most opportunity, and, and, and we benefit many, many luxuries in life than others never, ever will even dream of. Um, uh, so it's not a matter of how bad and, 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 and those things. Still the most wonderful place that, that uh, we could have been born to. Um, and we need to remember that. Uh, you know, it's going to get better. I promise yeah. you, it's going to get better. Maybe a little, little more fighting going on in the meantime, but it'll be better. Yeah. So, uh, final question for you. Uh, in your career, what's your proudest achievement and then personally proudest achievement or, or a moment? Well, professionally, um, you know, it was out of necessity at the time. Uh, but in, in uh, uh, 34 years ago, um, I felt the need and, and, and the opportunity to begin my own business. Um, I literally went to Daly's Office Furniture. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember that. Daly's Office Furniture over by where Dugan's is now okay. um, and bought a used office desk uh, to put in the corner of our living room and started uh, uh, my own uh, business company I'd been working for and uh, had just uh, had just gone broke and uh, had little kids in school and, and just bought a house and and uh, uh, so had to react quickly and started that business and uh now, 34 years ago, it's it's a, uh, a very successful commercial building company that has, I think, an excellent reputation, not only in Arkansas, but the six or seven surrounding states. Um, and, uh, 
you know, uh, there's a lot of folks today that, you know, are considering uh, uh, entrepreneurship and, and mm-hmm. your own business, your own ideas. And, and I want people to know that it can be done. Uh, but it didn't get done just because Barry Hyde was so smart or, or my timing was so good. Um, uh, we worked hard. And my, ma- my family made a lot of sacrifices. There were a lot of family activities that were skipped because I had to spend time in the business and they had to help. Um, uh, and, and, uh, you know, I had, had hundreds of great employees that worked with me over the years and, and I'm no longer involved in the business. I have no ownership even anymore. My son and four other old, uh, past employees own the business and, and are probably doing a much better job than I ever did, but I'd, I'd like to skip that part. Uh, but that's, you know, I'd, I have a tremendous amount of pride and, and, and pride in, in the sacrifices that yeah. everybody made, you know, to, to have that success. That's great. Great. Well, thank you so much for for joining us on uh, the Wonks at Work podcast, and um, good luck in the late COVID period as we migrate out. I was just over at the county office, and uh, looks like things are going well. (laughs) Good. Thank you for listening to Wonks at Work. You can listen to our bi-weekly podcast on our website, achi.net. A special thanks to the Bobby L. Roberts Library of Arkansas History and Art, which is a part of the Central Arkansas Library System for allowing us to use their studio to record. If you have any topics you would like for us to consider, please email us at achi at achi.net. As a reminder, the views, information, and opinions expressed by our podcast guests are solely those of the guests and do not necessarily represent those of the Arkansas Center for Health Improvement. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The podcast does not constitute medical, legal, or other professional advice or services. We hope you've enjoyed our latest episode, and again, thanks for listening.